I don't think that there would be anything less terrifying than crabs coming out of the snow. I don't like her coming out of the sand. No. No. Oh, I forgot. You had like a snow crab that just comes out of the. Five feet wide. (laughs) Just coming out of a snow drift. And they go, oh, oh. Oh. And they got penises for. Living, but not Facebook live. We are not Facebook living anymore. At least not for this, because yeah, no. um, I, I prefer to have a, a good sounding show. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you on that. So yeah, because I thought fun. we would sound better. I'm like, we should sound better. I'm like, oh right, yeah, Facebook. Well, and and it's that, and then plus, uh, you know, I don't have any way of. Mixing us separately and putting EQ, right. you know, our own special EQ on each other. And so, yeah, it's just, you know, it is, it, it was what it was. It was fun, but, uh, no more of that. And also this way that, yeah, uh, Cambridge Analytica can't track us now. <laughs> so that's helpful. Getting our precious data. <laughs> I've been thinking about that. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know how you can't be thinking about that because it feels like the beginning of the end of something here. It absolutely does, you know. And I, God, I feel like two episodes ago we were already we were talking about something almost just like this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was the because it was related to the Mike Montero thing, wasn't it? Uh, yes, yes, I believe it was. And and here we are, two two weeks later, and. Yeah, boy, I feel um I definitely feel like this it it's it's it may not <clears throat> hmm it may not be the <laughs> end of Facebook but it may be the end of Facebook as we know it for sure. Yes, Facebook sure. is going to get regulated like a regular media company like television or the radio. Yeah. That's probably what will happen. That's Which is guess. good. I it is think, good. I think that's a great thing. Uh, I only recently also read on the GDPR or whatever it's called. It's some the European Data Protection uh-huh. thing that's going into effect in May. Basically, in Europe, they don't treat privacy as a term and condition. It's a human right, meaning at any point, at any time, you can request... Uh, the data that someone's gathering on you, and to have them delete it all. Boy, there's a novel thought. Right? Yeah. Um, I was just reading on it just because I was curious if our company had to do anything about it. And I, again, I don't know because we do have um, European uh, buyers, but we're not located in Europe, so I don't know, you yeah, know you what, don't. What, the, what all the ramifications. But I was reading about it. I'm like, wow, that's... It would, it would, yeah, I can't imagine how fundamentally it would change so many companies. It would be like, all right, you can't take my email because I won't let you. Uh, you can't have my phone number. Uh, I, I don't want to give you my name. Like, basically, it'd be like marketing is dead in terms of a social platform to be able to do that. Right. I, I, I mean, I didn't read it close enough to know. 
I'm sure if you enter it with permission, obviously you can track stuff, but at any point somebody would say, no, stop it, and you'd have to. Yeah. Um, kind of like the do not call list, and we all know how well that works. That worked great. Yeah. Did you see uh, this week also that the FCC, like some, there's some ruling that robocalls are not a part, don't have to be regulated anymore? No. It was some Obama era ruling that deemed your cell phone as a mechanism that could be the source of robocalls or something like that. And they just overturned that and said, no, it's not. Huh. <laughs> something about robocalls and I think an old, uh, an Obama era. Well, I have a dog in front of me who's trying to lay down on a air mattress and he's not doing well. All right, good. She lay down. Ray, quiet. <laughs> uh, we have like 37 dogs. Um, yeah, I... It is a novel idea to think about America treating your personal data as a right of your own, like HIPAA, like HIPAA stuff, essentially, you know? Right. Why, yeah. Like the HIPAA laws. Why can't it be like that? Yeah. Health data is private. Why is, yes. why is not everybody else, uh, the rest of the data private? That's, I think it's going to become a big, actually, <laughs> it probably won't be a big deal because everyone will make it a big deal and our government right now will be like, no, we don't care. Eh, it's, it's no big deal. Uh, am I making money off of it? Yeah. Okay, then I don't care. Right. <laughs> That's really going to be their stance. Like, well, I have some big donors who like this, uh, and they give me money, so I represent you, but I don't care about you. So, no. <laughs> yes. That's what's going to happen. Quite likely. Quite likely. So We're not, the, we're not a representative government. I mean, that's as clear. Not, not anymore. Not no. anymore, for sure. Except that corporations are people, so... Corporations know. are people now. They're very large, heavy people with <laughs> breathing problems. And some pretty bad... Some shitty branding sometimes, too. I'm a, I'm, I'm a corporation. Har. 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 I got stuff. Do you want to buy it? Uh, <sighs> my name's Amazon. I sell everything. I'm a you mouth breather. I have plants. Do you like plants? Oh, I like plants. If, if you like plants, you may soft. also like fertilizer. <laughs> so I don't know about you. I, I actually haven't seen this as much as I thought that I was going to see it. But in the wake of all of this news, I'm really surprised that I haven't personally seen more well that's enough for me i'm deleting yeah. my account the hashtag delete facebook well yeah and I, yeah. I i haven't personally seen anybody i haven't either that uh going back again to episodes to when we were talking about all this stuff anyway i i think so many of the people that i'm facebook friends with it's we're, we're tied to it and there's just no yeah. way to really totally get rid of it so it's not even not even a it's just not even a concern at this point. So, you know, but as as I was reading it, and it was a good point is that there's really kind of no point in deleting your Facebook account now 
the damage is you know any any data that was leaked right. about you is yes. is it's leaked it's done right. so it's you're not going to you're not going to save yourself by getting rid of your account now you can't unpoke that pony yeah the daily which is the new york times podcast mm-hmm. they talked about it today and basically uh Cambridge Analytica gathers 50 million user profiles. They don't ever need to do anything again because they're they're not they created a profile. They don't need any more input from you. They know who you are and what you like and don't like and what buttons they can push that will get you to interact. They know that. Because they did it based on the research of a student who figured out that he could figure out a lot about a person if they favored it or liked at least 68 things. I think that was the number. He could huh. tell gender, race, location, like all of these things about you, age, yeah, just from what you liked. Uh, so basically, Cambridge Analytica doesn't need anything else from you. They know. And that would be true of anyone else who had gather, has gathered data on you previous to Facebook doing whatever their bullshit audit and whatnot. Right. Um, and, and then, and like, there's so many people like, well, I don't use Facebook. Facebook that much, or I don't use it in that way. I'm like, anytime you log into a site with Facebook, you are using Facebook. Yep. Facebook tracks that site's activities as well as that site also tracks the activities. But Facebook gets to just double, triple, you know, quadruple up on information every time you do a a quiz on Facebook where yeah. you have to use your Facebook login to do it. Yep. Yep. Those are basically data mining quizzes. That's all they are. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That's all that. Yeah. I mean, because you don't put any input in whatsoever. How does it how do you think it gets all that information? Because that's what the little spinning loading thing is. It's sucking in everything about you and then not giving you any sort of return based on any of that. Doesn't matter. They got it. Now yeah. we're just going to throw some bullshit. Gra- you know, you're a you're a, a wildflower. That's right. Your personality is is uh, semantic and and effervescent and free. And your yeah. new name is Pancake Mike, Pancake. based on what you like. <laughs> Pancake Mike, I love it. I love but, it. But uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. The the I forgot what I was going to say. I had I had a thought and then it farted. Um, well, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, but like yeah, delete Facebook. It's not going to make that much nope, of a difference. Won't really difference make at any this point. difference. Well, even if it did, and even uh, I mean, I, who even knows what data these people are like on these quizzes? I don't know where that data is getting sold or used. I'm sure it must be somehow. It's clearly not sure. for movies because most movies suck nowadays. But television, maybe they've gotten better. But I mean, it's out there, and there's not a whole lot we can do about it because we pretty much joined in. Blindly, like yeah, sure, I don't care. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, uh, the the other part of this article the that I was even if you did delete your Facebook profile and you were worried about the compilation of this data, it still wouldn't matter because according to this article, that Cambridge Analytica, even for people who don't have Facebook profiles, they were putting together composite shadow profiles mm. of you based on purchased information Friends. that they got elsewhere. Yeah. So that's right. it, yeah, that's it, crazy. It, it doesn't even matter. Yeah. They figured out like your friends and who your friends are. Yeah. 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 They, yeah, they were able, they're able to figure that out based on what your friends are doing on Facebook plus whatever you've done elsewhere. And so it's really pointless to do anything at this point. <laughs> the damage has been done. You yeah. might as well just continue to enjoy your cat videos. <laughs>
<laughs> We've dug ourselves a, a mighty hole that we either don't give a shit about or we have to do a lot to get out of. And I'm going for the former. I think most Americans yeah. don't even know that this is happening right now. Yeah. Um, Nor care. Well, I know my wife doesn't know. I right. haven't even talked to her about it, but I she would she would bring it up if she knew. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hmm. Instead, it's other things that freak her out that aren't plausible. Like, are we going to get bombed? Mm-hmm. Have a package. So, bomb so, or? so you're so, so you're choosing not to give a shit about it. I mean, I'm I'm also. I mean, am I? Not yeah, to, uh, probably. Yeah, I mean, because again, <laughs> I can't I mean, do anything about if, it. If, you, you know, hey, yeah, you got me. So yeah, I'm I'm not going to lose any sleep over it. I mean, the only thing uh, I would do is advocate for future. Uh, regulations. Sure. I mean, I wouldn't change my habits, but I definitely would. Yes, I would. I would agree with that. Let's let's make sure that it doesn't get worse. Yeah. But uh, I just again the article, just like with the Equifax data breach. Uh, yeah. This this is going to everybody who who has that data out there. This will affect you for the rest of your life. There's no getting around it. It, that's just it. Get over it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm you sure know, move Cambridge on. Analytica has sold their data to somebody else. Sure. Sure. And 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 probably two or three more times down the line. And yeah. 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 yeah it's great. It's wonderful. Yeah. It's, it's good, wonderful it's world. Good fun. It's good fun on the internet. Just lie. Yeah. Tell, tell everybody you're Pancake Mike. We're all Pancake Mike. We are all. We are all. This is our, uh, what's the movie? Uh, Spartacus moment. We're all going to stand up and say, I am Pancake Mike. I am Pancake Mike. (laughs) That'd make a great t-shirt. Pancake Mike t-shirt. I am Joe Jelly Shoes. My name is Nancy Man Pants. (laughs) I'm not really good with the the names right now. (laughs) You know what? You're three for three as far as I'm concerned. If I write a movie or show, it's going to be like, these characters' names are not very what? believable. Hey, what origin how's it going? is I'm Man Mr. Talking Pan. Stick? <laughs> Mr. Talking Stick. Yes, I'm the president of the. I'm the president of the state. Mr. Talking Stick. Listen to me, okay? <laughs> My name is Jedediah Pooh. Flowers. Pooh whistle. Yeah. yeah. Oh, what's that? Is that a Norwegian name? No, it is. <laughs> it is from Myanmar. This episode of Uncle Weepy's Depression Dungeon is brought to you by Pippa. Pippa is the simplest, smartest way to share your podcast. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever thought about making your own podcast? Chances are you probably have. You've thought about it, but you didn't really know how to go about it. Well, let me tell you, there's a great way for you to get your your voice out to every single person that is on this planet, and that is through a service called Pippa. So what do you do? You get yourself a microphone, you get yourself an idea, you record yourself a show, you set yourself up with a Pippa account, and they make it super easy to upload your show, get all of the data you need to put in there, and they can even help you with great instructions on how to put your podcast on every single major podcast platform in the world. You're talking about iTunes, you're talking about Google Play, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spotify, Heck, you can even put it on Amazon Alexa. You might even be listening to our show right now on your own very Alexa Dingus, and it was made possible through Pippa. 
It makes podcasting ridiculously easy. Unlike some of the other podcast hosts, they have unlimited file hosting, great analytics so that way you know how many people are listening to your show, where they're listening from, what kind of devices they're listening from. You get all sorts of great information. And for a data geek like me, it's you'll you're just gonna you're just gonna click refresh over and over. It's 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 a real rush. And as your podcast begins to grow and you grow in listenership and you start to be able to uh, perhaps attract the attention of advertisers, Pippa can help you there too to monetize your show. Get that money, son. Now you may be thinking to yourself, Jeremy, that this all sounds great, but there are so many things about setting up a podcast that I just either don't know how to do or don't have time to do. Sure, I can record myself a podcast, but then I need to set up a website. Well, you know what? Pippa can take care of that for you. Every Pippa account comes not only with unlimited hosting for your podcast files, but also sets up a show page for your podcast. You can easily share your show with followers on Twitter and Facebook using their sharing widgets. It's great. Podcasters all over the world love Pippa. Uncle Weepy loves Pippa, too, and that's why we use it. But don't just take my word for it. Go check it out yourself. Go to Pippa.io and set yourself up an account today. You can use a free account that will let you put up to five episodes total, and then when you're ready to grow, you can do so for as little as $12 a month. Again, that's Pippa, the simplest, smartest way to share your podcast that also sounds really prim, perfect, and British. Our thanks to Pippa for supporting Uncle Weepy's Depression Dungeon. <laughs> Next is Media Rundown, where we talk about the things that we've watched and dugga, seen. Dugga, dugga, dugga. <laughs> Don't do that. Another show does that. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that is Dugga Dugga Dugga. Yep. Mm-hmm. 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 Be infringing <laughs> on that. I have watched uh, three movies in the last week. Three movies in the last week. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, one annihilation. Uh, that, that is the, the Natalie Portman one. Correct. Okay. What do you think? I haven't. I haven't seen it. It, uh, went, it went straight to Netflix, right? Or well, uh, in your in, in Europe. Europe. Yeah. Oh. Okay. So you saw it in the I, theaters. We'll say that. Yeah. Let's say that. Sure. Okay. Uh, I saw Wind River. That is Jeremy Renner and Elizabeth Olsen. It's it's very good. That's on. That is on Netflix. You can watch that now. Okay. Uh, it's a murder mystery type movie. It's good. And third was Phantom Thread. And what did you think of that? I really have no. I mean, other than the fact that hey, it's the dude's last movie. I right. It was a movie. It was. That's kind of what I figured it was going to be. It's a messed up relationship movie, but not horribly messed up where you're like oh god i can't i can't even watch this this is such a it's just like all right okay yeah <laughs> i mean basically my review is all right okay um uh, annihilation my review would be huh nah oh <laughs> <laughs> really huh huh uh huh so so where did the o come in was that two thirds of the way through, or is that half? No, that was bar- that was pretty much at the end. Oh, it was good though. It was disturbing, mm-hmm. but not overly disturbing. Mm. Uh, it was intriguing, thought provoking, and then I don't know how I feel at the end. Okay, I probably le- I probably need to read more H.P. Lovecraft. 
Yeah. That that probably will get me over the edge in terms of like world building that I understand. I read I, I read a little bit of HP Lovecraft when I was a teenager. Weird story, and and I and really now that I think about it, it probably is the perfect way to to be introduced to HP Lovecraft. As I was, um, I lived out in the country, but not like in the country on a dirt road. I lived on on a highway, so we lived two miles out of town. And it was all straight highway. And I'm driving. I'm driving home. Uh, I'm driving, and I see this bright yellow book on the side of the road. And I go, "Oh wow!" There's a weird, big, bright yellow book on the side of the road. So I pull over, and I get out. I don't know why, and pick up this big yellow book. And it was a book of H.P. Lovecraft short stories, which you know, probably some some weird. Uh, you know, anthropomorphic monster was waiting in the in the ditch for me, but I just got out of there quickly, and that's there you go. That is the weirdest thing to find in a ditch. Isn't that a weird thing to like find not, in a ditch? Not old hustlers or something like nope, that. Not old hustlers, just a big <laughs> book. You know, and I mean, it was it that's was so weird. Yeah, yeah. That's like uh, I found a complete encyclopedia collection in a ditch. Uh huh. Yeah, on the condition. side of a highway. Yeah. So I load them up my backpack. It weighed three hundred and sixty-two pounds, but <laughs> free encyclopedia. Yeah, that's right. Free full set of uh, Encyclopedia Britannica. Remember me? I'm the kid that had a report due on space. Then I got the new Encyclopedia Britannica. He had a report due on space, and then he got the new Encyclopedia. I think I made that abundantly clear. I tried to read uh, the Cthulhu. Ch- ch- yeah, the uh, Cthulhu. Cthulhu. How do you say that? Cthulhu. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, it just seemed very old writing. Like, oh yeah. I had to. I had to stop and think. I'm like, oh okay. I I have to process his writing because it's very flowery. He he wrote from 1917 to 1937. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, there you go. That makes sense. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was that was definitely, you know, as as I was sitting reading my my newly gotten highway book. Um, <laughs> Maybe it was left by an angel. Well, yeah, who like, knows? Because he was walking down the highway to mm-hmm. to heaven. Yeah. Like Michael Landon. You know that <laughs> yes, could have very easily. That was, that was my really. Really bad. I, I got it. I got yeah. it. That show made me sad. By the way, I don't know why. I was a kid when I watched it, and I was just depressed. You know, I kind of remember catching an episode or two of that, and also thinking, "Wow, this this is really this is really sad stuff." I had to watch it because my mom watched it, right? And I so it was that or go up to bed because there are no other shows. Like if Night Court came on, go up to bed. Go up to bed. Now let him watch this. Go, 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 go. Boy, that was a tangent. Uh, uh, so, yeah, uh, H.P. Lovecraft is from what, what I heard people say is Annihilation has very Lovecraftian uh, setup and world kind of hmm. stuff. Hmm. It was good. I would recommend it. Um, it's a thinker a little bit. And again, disturbing. A little bit of a stinker. And then leaves you going, hmm. Uh, I would compare it to the movie Under the Skin. Uh, I like the author a lot. He's written some pretty cool books. One of the books I highly recommend. Oh, I can't remember the name of it. Basically, it's a, it's a minister that has to go to 
Mars to convert the aliens. Huh. It's a very interesting book. Uh, it's very good. I wish I could remember what it's called. It'll be in the show notes. Uh, Under the Skin was written by a guy. Mike Michel Faber. <laughs> yes. It's the book of strange new things. Oh, okay. There you go. It's quite, it's quite a good book. Uh, science fiction, thought provoking. It's good. Very good. I, I'm, I'm intrigued by dreams in the dumpster, language down the drain. Where's that? It's, I'm looking at his Wikipedia entry, and that is a, a piece of nonfiction that oh. he wrote. Dreams in the dumpster, language well, yeah, down the drain. I don't recommend Phantom Threat. I shouldn't say that. If you like, a, I mean, it's a, P.T. P.T. Anderson movie. So it's yeah. slow-paced. It's awkward in spots. It's very well-acted. It's gorgeous to look at. Um, soundtrack is great because of Johnny uh, Greenwood. and uh, Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's a good... It's a good movie. If it happens to be somewhere that you can watch it, watch it. But I wouldn't go out of my way to... Oh, there you go. ...to consume... And there you go. That's okay. been uh, Media Corner. I think I'm getting your uh, I'm getting your spring uh, itchies. Yeah, yeah. I just, You're... I, like I step the opposite way. Like I'm I'm itchy because I'm bored. I'm just bored. I'm bored with my routine. Mm-hmm. Bored with my output, uh, whatever that might be. Like. Not feeling creative, not feeling inspired, not feeling in, engaged with myself or what I need to do. I'm not f- I'm, I, like bored with just just bored. You're wanting to mix it up. You're wanting to. to I think it's, get it, it's yeah. I, it's cold again. It's snowed again today. Wow! Wow! And it's in yeah. the like teens. I think I'm just tired of winter. Yep, you're you're Start. ready to to move into into a new phase of your <sighs> of your body memory. I'm just gonna set myself on fire, walk around, just to make it feel like spring at the sure, point. yeah, or put icy hot all over me. Walk around, people are like, what is that? What is that? What smell? Is that smell? Like it's <laughs> spring. That's the smell of spring. <laughs> and they'll be like, I think you got that wrong. You're like, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm losing my mind uh, in every every single way. Yeah. So, so what do you, what do you think you're gonna do about it? I mean, it sounds like you you oh, started I by watching. It's icy hot. Oh, well, yeah. I guess I guess you do have it figured out, don't you? Just don't. There's some areas I don't recommend putting icy hot. Oh, man. not from experience, but totally from experience. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I uh, I'll I'll agree with you on that one. Uh, not a great feeling. It makes you feel like you're peeing your pants all the time. Oh, ooh. It's well, like, it's hot down here. Did I pee uh-huh. myself? Did, I wouldn't am know I, am if I, I did right now. Yeah. Am I sweaty? I'm not sure. I'm not sweaty. It smells like Pepto Bismol everywhere. <laughs> uh, did you read that article? Or you probably didn't read the article. That uh, Google study? Uh, well, I read the abstract, yes. Um, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, which you know again goes going back to previous, going back to last episode, talking about uh, you know revulsion of, of creative ideas. Yes. Now we know that it just can happen really, really super fast. It is innate. It, it bypasses our conscious thought 
obvious. I mean, there's no way your conscious thought can process something in 50, in 50 milliseconds. milliseconds. Yeah, I don't, yeah. Well, and I mean, even and and if you you know do it again or what? I'm, I've got it pulled up because it, it's shortened it down to 17 milliseconds. Yeah, basically they said that it doesn't matter how much time you give someone, their conclusions are made immediately. Yeah. Which is, I'm like, that explains, I think that explains everything with human brain functioning. Sure. That it doesn't, like, because it's a sensory input, right? Yeah. What you see, so sight is one, smell, taste, touch, uh, and hearing. All of it is pattern recognition for the brain. And it has predetermined yes or no's about, like, this is something we recognize, this is not something we recognize in terms of all of those senses, which probably then informs the story that our brain creates around those patterns. Therefore we have set, set stories for what we like to eat, what we like to hear, what we like to, what smells we like, Mm -hmm. which then just, I mean, those are all rudimentary things, but get them more complex in terms of this is what I believe. This is how I feel. This is who I like. You know, all that stuff just keeps explodes from these 17 millisecond, what you just said. Yeah. 17 uh, millisecond bursts of determinations. Yeah. It's crazy. It is. It is. I mean, it, it really, it really definitely boils down to there is no such thing as whenever you say, well, you know what? Let me think about it. There's there's no reason to think about anything because honestly your your brain has has already made up its mind whether you may know it or not. Yeah. Now I do think there's a, I think it is possible to to further examine those things if you give yourself the chance. Like wait wait sure. wait hold on why am I having this gut feeling like because that's what they said in the yeah the it, study yeah. was that this is what we call our your gut feeling right like why am i gut feeling this like what is this smell why is this smell make me so mad rather than it makes me mad or which would make you want to flee it's unsafe we got to get away whatever but like why and i think you can examine those things and dissect them but i don't think it by any stretch of the imagination that most people can do that or will do that right and the likelihood of of you being able to reverse that uh that takes a lot of time. Yeah. You've got to create a new narrative, essentially, a new story that your brain then jumps to that new one. So you've just created a whole new yeah. quick jump to conclusion. <laughs> In another 50 milliseconds. Yep. And yeah. That's, that's life. That is life. Just but it's in, it was interesting in terms of also the creativity. That's why, I don't know how often you've done this, but like, for work, what I do now, we're always doing testing to see what mm-hmm. things people engage with more. And that's why they always tend toward entropy. You know, all the same. It's because people have made their decisions about what they know. They're looking for things they understand, which is why at this point, since we are able to study that and notice that, that's why I feel like the design industry is so stagnant. Mm-hmm. Like, everything looks the same because we have dated ourselves. Date, not data. Data. Datad. Right, da- yes. Data. 
tested ourselves into entropy. Everything looks the same because all of the results will push us toward making everything look the same. Yeah. It's kind of because it's, yeah, it's because you get that split second of approval instead. Right. Of, I don't, I recognize that. I like yeah, it. Exa- yeah, I don't exactly. recognize oh, that. Oh, yes, that's like exactly it. like yep. the, the thing that I am most comfortable with. Yeah. So it's, it perfectly ties into what you were talking about last week. Yeah. In terms of like, here's an actual study on a, on, on a complete, a different topic, not just, you know. Yeah. Not even just. It's yeah. similar, but yeah. Oh, wow. Taking it to a completely different uh, level. I don't know. I, did, did, you, did you find it disheartening? Yeah, I mean it. I I really do because you know my my first <laughs> my gut feeling on, <laughs> on reading it was obviously I wanted I wanted to make jokes about it and I was like, well, then, oh wow, people can really think that my work sucks even faster than I ever thought. But I think like you get rejected fast. Yeah, you know. Um, Certainly, it certainly reinforces that idea of fail fast. Yes. But yeah. but then again, it also says to me, okay, well, but how do you, how do you, I mean, other than, as you say, kind of going into sameness and entropy, how do you, how do you battle such a obviously overwhelmingly powerful uh, you know, phenomenon in our brains? Um, yeah, that my wife and I were talking about that because she read it too. She's like, "Does that does that mean we really don't have choices in terms of changing our perspectives or beliefs?" I'm like, "That is the ultimate question." I'll, I'll honestly, yeah. Well, I think, yeah, you know, I think what you said about you being able to examine, but then all of a sudden just kind of making another quick synaptic leap it. I don't know whether that's necessarily changing your mind as much as it is just your brain short circuiting to new ideas from time to time. Yeah. It's a weird, it's a weird way to look at it. And I mean, I'm sure there's all sorts of cultural patterns, you know, cultural things that are ingrained from you from pre memory time in terms of like you smell these same smells, you see these same things, you hear these same voices, you know, that set up these quick brain pathways of subconscious decision-making. So like those are all things that are pre your ability to even know that you've encountered it, you know? Yeah. It's, I mean, this is the, this is the downside of my insane curiosity about trying to understand humans and how we work is that, it's easy to ma- manipulate us, and we're not all that unique, and we're not all that. Um, well, in a, I guess in a good way, we're not all that different, but we're also not as complex as we like to pretend we are. Very true, and that can be disheartening because, again, flip side, what we talked about earlier, Cambridge Analytica, we're very easy to manipulate. Yeah, because we 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 like ah. Oh, I am not that kind of person who can just fall for that. Nope, you are. <laughs> you absolutely are. Yeah. And because your brain is going to be working in unconscious ways that make you have gut reactions, and Cambridge Analytica gathered the data to learn what your gut reactions are. Mm-hmm. Literally. Yes. Wow. 
Yeah. So yeah, that like compounded when I read that it just compounded with all of the stuff that's happening right now, and I'm like, we have, we have really fucked ourselves into a hole. Literally. Yes. Literally. Yes. Yes. Uh, it's the whole Dr. Ian Malcolm. We're so busy seeing if we could. Mm-hmm. Never stop to ask if we should. That's right. So question for you. Yeah. Did did you have a, a really traumatic smell happen to you? <laughs> <laughs> I brought up smell a as, lot. As didn't a I? youth. Well, uh, I mean, it just, I think throughout, throughout the show, uh, as, as you started talking about that, I was like, you know, he always goes with smell first. It's true. Uh, smell, smell is, smells a, a strong motivator with you. It is. Uh, so this is a family wide problem at this point. We are sensitive and I don't mean in terms of like what people tend to think of sensitive like oh he cried everything oh, like so, our so senses like a, like are per- perfume sensitivities and those types of things sound for my son he's very sound sensitive we cannot go to concerts we can't go to any place loud it's just too much yeah for me i am taste and smell sensitive like vinegar the smell of vinegar the taste of vinegar cannot do it it's assaulting to me like it's just it's just too too much bitter bitter in the bitter realm it's just too much for me i cannot do bitter things yeah um but yeah like i found out from watching my dad just you, have you ever watched everyone loves raymond oh yeah you know how the brother always tapped the fork or spoon to his chin uh-huh so I always notice my dad smells food before he eats it. Just before he it, always. Like it was only been in the last couple of years. I just noticed him always putting his head down and smelling. I'm like, oh fuck, that's very good. <laughs> I always smell things and the yeah. smell dictates my reaction to what I am about to try to eat. Huh. And what really fucks me up is when smell and taste don't match. Like if I oh, smell a, yeah, a yeah. beer or or a food or whatever that doesn't match the taste. It really boggles my mind. Yeah. Hmm. It literally, I think, again, like we talked about before, I think literally my brain is like, this pattern is not matching with what we experienced before. <laughs> Didn't smell like pumpkin. Right. Yeah. Because I'll push it. Like, I know it's there. I know I am smell sensitive and it drives me crazy because I, ba- like, my wife is all like, vinegar is the best cleaning agent that you can ever have. So she cleans things with vinegar. And I'm like, I have to leave the house. Like she'll oh, no. clean the floors with vinegar. I'm like, I'm out. I'm out. I got to leave. Can't take this. And yeah, she knows that's... and she still does it. <laughs> that, you know. That's, 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 us, that's, that's your own little problem. hell. Yeah. That's our, that's our own problem to deal with. But yeah. I'm like, honey, you have no idea how much it triggers me to smell vinegar. She's like, yeah, but it's cheap and, and it cleans. I'm like, to me, it's like rubbing shit all over someone's face. <laughs> She's like, that's extreme. I'm like, to you. To you. Wow. Now, shit smells. Boy, I can't get enough of them. <laughs> that's right. Bring me all the dookies. Oh, this is perfect. There's a whippy cushion down here. There we go. There we go. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm okay, very well, that, sensitive. That makes I'm sense, very, uh, my daughter is very touch sensitive. So she had to go through what they call occupational therapy when she was a kid because she would freak out with clothes. 
we'd put a certain mm-hmm. clothes on her mm-hmm. and she would just scream bloody murder and freak the hell out like yell at us that she wanted to kill us and she was four because of the clothes yeah. we put yeah. on her so uh, it runs in our family pretty extreme yeah i think i probably could have done with some i i mean i don't think i was that bad as a kid but i do recall as a kid having some serious issues with uh the feel of clothing i mean yeah. i i remember like I don't know why, but yeah, you just gave me a flashback of a particular huh. pair of pants <laughs> that whenever I saw that that was laid out for the day, it was, oh, hell no. Yeah, we would, uh, and, she'd yeah. miss school many times because of clothes, because she could not recover. Yeah. She put clothes on. We didn't know she was having a problem with them. She'd been in her room, bouncing and going, ah. Like yep. just making noises. I'm like, yep. ah. we're like, what is wrong? She's like, I don't like this. And we're like, yep. okay, well, just, just change. But she couldn't. She was done. Like, mm-hmm. she could not function anymore. So that's when we're like, we should probably see a doctor about this because yeah. it happened when she was one and a half or two. Oh wow, yeah, that's real. That's that's real early. Mine, yeah. mine was elementary school. But yeah, yeah, you know, I yeah, I remember just just freaking out. You know, trying to put on the pants and yeah. Just, bouncing around grunting yeah making noises like that yep. oh yeah and we even tried like <sighs> parent failure moments but just like forcing her out the door it's like come on you're going now like the forceful you're an exhausted mm-hmm. parent you're tired of hearing the noises and the screams and you're just gonna get <laughs> yeah. them out the door yeah. i'm hoping that there's parents out there that understand it but like just grab her arm get her down the stairs not and throw her or hurt her anyway. It's just right. like just come for, on. more forceful than I don't know. I don't want to say more forceful than it needed to be, but looking back, I don't feel good about it. Yeah. In terms of just forcing her out of something that was clearly something she couldn't control. Right. Um, and just getting her out the door and in the car, it was just screaming and yelling and just like, you know, like just trying to ignore it. Uh, boy, I've, don't miss those days at all. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, you didn't know what you didn't know. I mean, that's... No, that's the uh, the known unknowns or the unknown knowns or right. whatever <laughs> whatever Donald Rumsfeld said. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, the, the other kid, same thing, but this time it was with sound. Like, uh, we played... Have you ever heard the terrible version of Oh Holy Night? The Cartman version? No, no, no. There's a dude that's just, it's so terrible. It's amazing. Uh, And it just makes us all crack up, but not my son when he was like eight. He cried and flipped out and threw something uh, at the stereo. Or no, at the computer because it was on a on YouTube. Wow! And ran out of the room and slammed his door. Yeah, and th- that happened frequently with sound. Like if we go out in public, we have to have earplugs. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. he he loves music, but he can't see it live because it's too much. 
So. Yeah, that's 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 our that's our youngest. I I want because he's crazy about music, and there's so many different people that we're like, oh, it'd be awesome to take him, but there's no. Yeah. I can't I can't see any any because he gets he gets freaked out in public restrooms because he's not sure whether whether the automatic flusher that is installed on yes. this urinal is going we'll to go. be the loud version yes. or the not loud version. Yes. And he freaks out and he's and he's like covering his ears. He's like, I'm not going to I'm not going to flush it. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, you can. Yeah. Yes, I've been there. I totally get that. Where him peeing accurately is gone over him holding his ears. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you're like, dude, look, yeah. you're spraying yeah, everywhere. And I mean, and, yeah, and I mean, and the sound hasn't even happened. It's just nope. the anticipation. Anticipation. Of that, what that's that an anxiety. Like. Oh, yeah. That's an anxiety disorder right there. And it's hard because as a parent, like, they're young, and I am not putting you on medication. But at the yeah. same time, if it's hell for me, I can't imagine how much of a hell it is for you. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I guess we're in our uh, our emotional our emotional. Uh, yeah, we're in the emotional part of the show. Emotional now. dismemberment uh, section. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, they, I mean, you always hear people say that your kids will reflect your uh, weaknesses or tendencies or or faults. Mm-hmm. And those, none of those words I like. Uh, I can't think of the right word right now, but you but definitely they do see say, yourself. They say all of those, though. They yeah, but you definitely see yourself reflected in your kids, and sure. that includes good and bad. I only ever recognize the bad, but when you, f- you feel like you've afflicted your kids with your insanity, you're like, I, I am so sorry. I, just, <laughs> yeah. I get it, though. I can relate. And they're like, obviously, they're kids. They don't think you can, but. Right. That's the hardest thing is to figure out when uh, it's just hard to, 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 I don't, I'm sure you feel this way too, but hard to feel like, all right, am I just an overly concerned parent or is this something real? Right? Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, I, you know, I, I, I'm trying to figure out how I want to say this. Hmm. Um, Yeah. I, I try, I really try to, almost consciously be the opposite of that. So I'm, so it's usually me trying to figure out whether it's my wife being the overly concerned parent or, you know, and I'm not sure why that is because hmm. I know, I know just as well as she does that there might be something. And maybe it's just because I just like, Oh, I just don't want, I don't want them to have to deal with that. You know, Oh, that you're, Aversion to the toilet flusher is the same thing as my creepy pants from you know second grade, and and I just don't want that for them. And I think <clears throat> it's not well. I was going to say it's not denial, but it's totally denial. It's denial. <laughs> so well, there you go. There you go. Break <laughs> breakthrough. Yay! Yeah, it's uh, yeah. I, I projection and breakthrough. I do that all the time too. Or mm-hmm. I make it some, my problem, someone else's problem without even realizing that I'm projecting my problem onto them. Yeah. I see that often in other people. I'm like, I need to make sure I don't do that. Cause it frustrates me when I'm like, you're talking about you, but saying it is if it's someone else's problem, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah. I, I mean, 
I sympathize with any parent out there who has young kids who are struggling with, is this a problem we need to dig into or, or look into, or is this just a kid being a kid? Cause there is no, yeah, there's no clear line. Yeah. All I can say is that uh, on our, by now we have, we have on our third, I've gotten to the point where I'm like, uh, my initial approach is I respect my kids. I don't treat them like everything they say is to be dismissed because they're a kid. Yeah. Their feelings are legitimate. They may not be able to describe them correctly, but they are legitimate. And when you go into those with them, when you treat them with, all right, well, let's explore. Let's, let's treat you <laughs> like you're just not someone who needs to do what I say and suck it up. Yeah. But someone who clearly if something's bothering you. Let's figure out what we can do. It goes a lot better. More of uh, the example I always use is approach life with an open hand or a closed fist. If you're a closed fist, nothing can get in and nothing can get out. And you're ready to fight. Open hand means that you're receptive. You're listening. Think New new ideas can go into it. You can feel it. You can touch you know, all that. You're, you're receptive. You're open. Yeah. So that's the way I try to at least now approach whatever my kids might happen. And now they're older, they're dealing with all sorts of different things, which yeah. I'm not prepared for either, but it's always like I can fight this or I can mm-hmm. just be open to it happening. Yeah. Which sucks. Yeah. It, well, it does suck. <laughs> and I, and I, you know, and I think it's much easier to fight it and to demand, sure. demand your will be, your will be done essentially. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I always get so so dour by the end. <laughs> oh, entropy. I gravitate toward entropy, and my entropy is everything sucks. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Uncle Weepy's Depression Dungeon. We hope you've enjoyed what you've heard, and hopefully you got something good from it. If you want to be part of the conversation, you can reach us on Twitter at Uncle Weepy. You can look for Uncle Weepy's Depression Dungeon on Facebook, or you can just send a regular old email to talk at uncleweepy.show. Our hope is that we can help you. And in order to do that, there are a couple of things you can do to help us. First, please rate and review this show on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you happen to subscribe. The more ratings and reviews we get, the more likely the podcast robots that run the world are to suggest this show to someone else. And that means more help for everybody we all win second if you like what you hear support us on patreon supporters of the show will gain access to exclusive content and other fun things that we haven't even dreamed of yet go to patreon.com slash uncle weepy today to give us some of your money and thanks again for listening